According to Mike and Tony is intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. I don't mean, yeah, that came out wrong. <laughs> I don't mean you fucked it up as in like you ruined my day. You shook me up from the inside out when you shared some of your stories and you shared what it is that gets you out of bed and why you're able to do what you do. Yeah. It wasn't what I, you know, I, I don't know what I was expecting, but I was expecting some pretty little made for TV movie that was going to, you know, like those motivational videos you see on YouTube or something. Bang. But then the harsh reality of what you said hit me like a ton of bricks. dude. Yeah. So I wanted you to maybe share some of that on the podcast yeah. what what does get staff sergeant lacy mcdonald out of bed every day to do what you do unpaid mm. serving your community uh consistently well um man what what did i tell you in the room man well you said you shared your experiences and you said um it's the things it's the, it's i don't know if you use the word trauma but it was like the trauma that you've experienced in your life. Mm -hmm. uh, you referenced military experiences, mm -hmm. things you've seen and been through. You talked yeah. about experiences you've had with some of your best friends mm -hmm. uh, and what you had to go through with that. That was a big part of it. Yeah, man. It uh, That's true. It's true. Like uh, losing uh, friends overseas and like really like, <laughs> you know, when you got bullets and shit blowing up around you and whizzing past your head, you know, you think about it a lot. Time slows down during those times and uh as uh we we're trying to recover freaking heselton's body from underneath that uh overturned five ton and, you know he got he got shot through the chest and uh, his body flew out of the five ton five ton landed on him and he was getting squished like a grape you know freaking blood shooting out the back of his neck like a goddamn water faucet man and the taliban was like closing in on us it had been like at least I'd say 20, 30 cats that were uh, uh, fighting against us this particular, this particular day. And there was only like 15 of us on this particular convoy. Uh, we were real light, man. We did not look like we wanted to fight anybody. And I think that's, you know, the Taliban saw that as a targeted opportunity. And uh, this was around the time we were having those issues with like armor on our vehicles and stuff at the time. You know, we had two different uh, wars going on. We had Iraq going and we had Afghanistan going mm -hmm. and like certain shit would go to certain places at certain times. So like we had just got like a, our body armor and stuff, and, but our vehicles weren't all armored up yet. And uh, that's pretty much what killed Heselton. Uh, you said a five ton. Is that what? what? A five ton truck. It's a like it's an armor. It's a military personnel vehicle, cargo vehicle. It's like huge fucking huge ass fucking truck. Yeah, you carry troops in it, equipment, whatever. Uh, and we were on a humanitarian mission. We were supposed to deliver a bunch of HESCO barriers for a, uh, a police station in a little town called Sarhawaza in uh, Organy or Orgun, uh, a little province in Patika province, which is like the Taliban fucking headquarters, basically. It was, but uh, they use it as a uh, highway in between Afghanistan and Pakistan when they refit, right? So uh, we were driving through there all soft, looking all like, hey, we're here to have fun and, you know, not fight. And they kicked our ass. They shot up Heselton's vehicle. They knew that it wasn't up armored. So they knew that, you know, they'd probably kill somebody, and they did. Uh, Heselton went underneath. His co-driver was all fucked up. It was uh, uh, this old motor pool sergeant, uh, female. Uh, and she just motor. Was, she what's motor pool? So she, uh, motor pool is like uh, where the mechanics are. 
okay. Like folks that work on the vehicles and stuff. So lately, they just threw this fucking convoy together to try to do this humanitarian aid mission, and uh, we just weren't. We weren't fucking battle ready, man. We didn't look like we wanted to fight, and the Taliban saw that. So um, they killed Heselton and you know fought for my freaking life uh, on that hilltop there. Hill Mac is what I call it with a 240 Bravo. I killed human beings for the first time uh, on that hill. Two, a 240 Bravo. You got to help me. A I 240 Bravo I mean. is a light machine gun. It fires uh, 762 rounds, so like the Rambo links that you see oh, wrapped okay. around Rambo. Yeah. It's basically like a 60, an M60, you know, okay. but it's the new heavier fucking version. I can tell you that much. That shit is heavy as hell, <laughs> but it's accurate and it's a beast. It is that, a monster. That was a big one you said, man, the, the first time you took life. Yeah, man. First time it took life. And uh, when in the action of doing it, because of, you know, we're training and shit like that in the military, like it doesn't click in because it's muscle memory. You know, you're shooting at targets and like you don't really realize that you're shooting at other human beings at the time. And it's something that you revisit. And I definitely revisit those times in my dreams, no doubt. But uh, the sense of like me dying on that hill and um you know i heselton giving his life like that definitely gives me the extra umph to uh continue to do what i do you know what i mean because heselton didn't have to do that shit man but he did it and uh i want to honor that man's life and all of my other friends that i lost overseas and the lives that i took you know i want to honor those lives as well even though they were my enemy, you know, I want to honor them by saving these lives. And like, I really didn't realize it, man, until uh, I got back home and I ran into that little fucking kid over there at DCIS at Ford. Uh, and he told me that, you know, I could teach him how to be a, you know, a man or make it from A to Z, but I would never be there to show him how to do it. You know, I wouldn't be there the next week or the next month. And I wanted to change that. That was like, that was the thing that fucking, boom. I'm like, I'm down. And now that I'm in the educational field, um, I guess that warrior, soldier type mentality has definitely followed me in it. And I feel like uh, each day could be a life lost, you know what I mean? If we don't show these babies, you know, how to deal with their emotions, how to deal with their feelings, how to value education, you know, and it's, it's love, man. That's what keeps me going. And with my support that I have, my wife, you know, my, my family, my friends, fucking you, this guy, you know, <laughs> this man right here, good old dad there. Like, yo, like this uh, sitting down and talking about it adds to the to that fire that I need, man. You know, you can't be that lone wolf like that that rambo shit that terminator shit those them some psychos man <laughs> for real that's real yeah, shit yeah like you if you do that alone man that's like throwing coal away from the fire you know what i mean that coal's gonna burn out yeah and it'll be fast it'll be a fast burnout you know so like that i would say man it's it's definitely uh, I'm i'm a radical lover like martin luther king man I'm an extremist of love, and that's what keeps me going. Damn. You know, in my class, we're, we're, I'm wrapping up a unit. We're going to be done next week, but we've been studying activists, oh, yeah. and they got to pick, and overwhelming majority of my students picked Martin Luther King. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a good one. 
It is a good one, man. And you know what's crazy, dog? It's just like when that man was alive, he was fucking hated. He was hated. He was labeled a communist. You know, fucking every worst thing that you can call that man, he was, man. And not just calling him, throwing bombs in his oh, house. Yeah. And- Bombing him, uh, which, you know, he ultimately got shot and yep. killed. He got stabbed, you know, in the chest by a crazy lady. So, I mean, like, he, but he, even he knew, you know, he knew that the work that he was doing would ultimately make him a martyr. He knew that. And, I mean, he prophesized it uh, with his speech uh, before he uh, walked out on that balcony the next day, you know. That's why he said he's seen the mountaintop. Yeah. I was but, thinking about that while you were telling yeah. your story. You said, would you say Matt? Uh, Mac, Mac Hill. Mac, Mac Hill? Mountain? It is Mac Hill. Yeah. Mac Hill. Yeah. That's what I call it. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. oh man why well, you know what the the thing is is that not everybody's so willing to talk about all that stuff and i think that's uh like you said i think the healing is such a big part of all of this it is and so thank you for being so open man and so yeah, yeah. so honest all the time because i think we need that more and there's a lot of dudes that have been through stuff like what you've oh, been yeah. through it's, that they just don't talk. Yeah, <laughs> more, dude. they don't talk about it. they don't talk, yeah it's it's uh, man it's yeah it's that patriarchy that we have mm. you know as men and we're all funnel into that shit. Even women fun in, funnel into that old mm-hmm. school uh, patriarchy. And uh, we got to end it, man. Because even my fellow, you know, service members, dude, our suicides are, are going up. Yeah. Like, I thought that it would be on the decline, but no, it's continuing to skyrocket. Well, it's, fu- it's funny because um, me and my wife both had kind of career shifts at the same time. Mine was a, a real change to a, like almost a different industry. Um, but she works for the VA now and oh. she's going through similar experiences like I am as far as feeling so happy about what she's doing mm-hmm. and feeling that connection because the numbers I hear from her, she shares stuff all the time and I'm just, I'm blown away. Yeah. It's one of the most glaring mistakes and the w- problems we are just not addressing as a country that like, these are the people that are laying their lives down for us and they come back and what do they have? Everybody thinks back, oh, back in the Vietnam days when, you know, they'd come home and get spit on and like, it's not, it's not that different like the way it is now because we just simply don't take care of them. They don't have the basic needs met that to me, if you serve and you lay your life on the line, no matter what, and we've talked about this before too, dad, just signing up to me, that's enough. You sign up to do that. You put your heart on the line to do it. We should take care of you. Yeah. You should be taken care of for your life. Agree. And the fact that we don't is, it's one of the most ignored issues in this country, yeah, I think. Man. And it's it's so crazy, man, because it's like, <sighs> during, after, right after 9-11, right? Because that's one of the motivators for me hopping in, an unguided dude, dad ain't there, I'm looking for a way to be, I'm looking for my right into manhood right my the right to be a man and that was it that was that calling like i wanted to go serve like what better way to be a man than to go serve and fight for your country right and uh uh during that time the majority of americans man that we wanted to fight right and uh during the you know the president has to go to the senate and the congress and whatnot to get authority to go fight and uh, there was only one person that objected against going to fight at that time. Uh, I forget what her name is. She was a black representative. There's only one. I think she was from California or something like that. She had an 
elegant speech about, you know, like weighing like this heavy decision because we were like so pissed off and ready to yeah. fucking attack at the time that we really didn't weigh like the consequences of our actions. And like, we're going to pay for fucking this shit that we've done this, this past two decades now. This is like one of the longest running wars is Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It's still going on, man. I'm fucking, they're talking about doing it one of, isn't it the longest? It's the longest. Yeah. It's yeah. the mm-hmm. longest. And like right now we're trying to negotiate with the Taliban to bring that conclusion to an end. And for me, it's always going to be a motherfucking loss, you know? To me, like, I, there's no victory for me, you know? Like, I, I try to find it. And I just, I can't. Like, I read the shit. They, they just released all these uh, documents uh, recently about how fucking no one knew what the fuck they were doing in Afghanistan. Like, they just didn't know what we were fucking doing. You know, they were trying to, they were telling the public one thing, but in actuality, what, you're looking at the reports. What do you think the driving forces, do you think, because, I mean, there's a lot of people talking, I mean, you talk about, we talk about capitalism or like the 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 infrastructure that's built around like all these private contracts and and it's like these yeah, decisions so, seem to be being oh, made it's war based around industrial money. complex shit. Yeah, there's no doubt about that shit. Mm-hmm. Like Halliburton making <sighs> bank, big time bank, and all the other motherfuckers that are out there making <laughs> money off of fucking war. Like that shit, it it just it blows my fucking and I, mind. You, that's what I mean. I think so many of these big decisions about what we do and why we get into stuff unplanned is because it's like <clears throat> the money's still gonna get made, right? Yeah. If it goes yeah. bad, actually, that just means it's gonna go on longer. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. So like Lockheed Martin, all them cats mm-hmm. making stupid amounts of money, you know. Meanwhile, you got young cats ain't got no dimes in their pockets. Even when we go to surf, we're not making that much money, man. Did you guys see that movie? Wasn't it called Vice? With is that um, a? It's about Dick it's Cheney, HBO, right? It's, oh, no, it's oh, on Netflix. Oh, 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 I Vice, think right, was it right, Netflix? Right, right. Yeah, but it's Dick Cheney. But it, what's his name that plays him? Heath Ledger is that the no, dude? No, it's Christian no, Bale. Christian Bale. Bale. Really, Christian Bale played fucking bro. You yeah. should really? look yeah. it up. Look it up. Yeah. I'm gonna pull up. He a won, how how did he uh, transform his fucking body to be? Christian Bale is insane in his body transformations. I mean, have you seen The Machinist? Mm-hmm. No, I haven't even said. Is that when he was so, super skinny? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. when he was like real like, thin. Like, but then, like after he, skinny, yeah, and like skeleton skinny. And then after that, he after the machinist he had he to did do Batman, Batman, and he was and he ripped had to fucking rip jacked. up for that yeah. shit. That's crazy, dude. So I no, probably would um, die just doing that. <laughs> while he's looking that up, I was um um, you know, I'm with in the education system too, and in finance, um, and we as a certifying official. That's, that's weird. Sorry uh, to interrupt you, Pierce. I'm showing him this the yeah, picture so of what he looked like. Weird. And you should see him. I mean, there's a part in the movie where he's, I think he had his shirt off or something. Yeah, he's just he's got fat. this huge yeah. gut, dude. That is crazy. But um, Did he win an award? Shit. He should have. Dude, it was, <laughs> did you see it, Pierce? Yeah. I think it, was um, I think awesome. it won some Oscars. Yeah. yeah. So what's his name? Rock. What's that dude's name that played uh, George W. Bush? Rockwell. Oh, did you say that? Um, yeah, 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 I forget yeah. his name. Yeah. But he's been in a lot of That's crazy. Movies. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, but no, I was saying like um, when I was doing the certifying official for the schools on the um, post 9-11 and all the, you know, the GI, MGIB mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, when we went through that, we had to go through like a sensitivity training. Mm-hmm. And like the sensitivity training was put on by this group that goes through and, you know, and uh, they've worked with a lot of military people and stuff like that. And they were, you know, one of the things that 
they killed me on this when it was like, you know, you got to be sensitive to what you say and, and, and understand, you know, that these people have gone through and seen a lot of stuff. She goes, um, one of the schools we went to, she goes, the student, um, she goes, was 20 years old. He got medically discharged and he got med medically discharged because he, um, you know, he felt he had gone through some trauma, but his job was to pick up human pieces. Mm. He was a medic, and his job was to, when, when a roadside bomb went off yeah. or something like that, He'd that was his job. Collect. He had to go out there and pick up pieces of human every single time. And he goes, at 18 years old, that'll fuck anybody up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter who you are. And it was like, you just have to be sensitive to this and everything. And she goes, unfortunately, you know, they, there is no, you know, there's a lot of therapy that goes into helping that kid. She goes, but, you know, in the end, that kid may not ever be right or the same as he was before. Yeah, man. She was like, all his innocence was taken away the day he was made a man and joined the military. Yeah. Well, let's just say, man, we're still children out there, man. Like, we're still babies fighting. There's no doubt about that. Like, even in theater, man, we had cats killing themselves in uh, portal bodies because they just couldn't deal with the stress. Yeah. Like it's it's crazy, man. Like you carry so like the trauma that you carried as a child that you hadn't addressed, like myself. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of other cats out there that carry that trauma. And then you know you go into war, which is fucking. I would say one of the ultimate traumas that you can get yourself fucking involved in. Yeah, you, you know, build on it, and it just builds on the scars, man. Yeah, and like uh, in the beginning, the military was not fucking good at dealing with trauma like just the psychological portion of warfare yeah like we were not good at that shit like how do we heal from that shit we were good at fucking people up psychologically <laughs> you know on the other end but we weren't good at dealing with our own traumas yeah. you know what i mean so like even now with the cast that had fucking all those big ass goddamn iranian <laughs> missiles dropped on them over there in iraq like, they're going to be dealing... Their brains got scrambled. Yeah. Like, real deal. I'm talking about... These are, like, thousand-pound fucking bombs that are dropped on these cats. And, I mean, that's totally different from having a smaller, like, five-pound mortar or ten-pounder getting shot at you. You know what I mean? This is, like, the ending, like, type of shit. Shit yeah. that would kill, like, hundreds of people. Oh, yeah. So, uh, like, them coming back and dealing with their trauma, man... And it's just from one small incident, you know, engagement with a larger country. Like, you're not fighting against, like, ragtag, back-of-the-woods cats. This is, like, conventional warfare. Yeah. Which is totally different from guerrilla warfare. Well, kudos, man. Talking about Afghanistan still? <laughs> yeah, we were talking about uh, uh, how he was in the financing department. Well, then we just and, went through a tr sensitivity training. And yeah, stuff sensitivity and, oh, training. And now right, right. one of the things was is you have to be careful who you're talking with because one of the one of the students you, that, one of the students that they were talking about um, uh, his job was to at 18 years old his job was to pick up human pieces after they've been blown up by roadside bombs and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, so. he's picking up his friends. Ooh. Yeah, well, he's either picking up yeah. friends or he's picking up fucking kids or picking up. You know, some sorry sap that could just look at the draw. Yeah, man. I remember seeing this one kid uh, come into uh, Bagram. 
they fucking they were playing out in a, a little soccer field like at the time when i was serving afghanistan was like one of the most landmined fucking countries in the world right mm. the russians ju- just were like throwing shit out like they <laughs> didn't even make maps of that shit so there's a in in nato supposedly there's rules of war yeah right? so like if you put down landmine fields you're supposed, you're supposed to, to chart that, that shit yeah. you know what i mean you're supposed to like yo this is where it's at so when all this shit is over we can go back and we can pick all that shit up the russians didn't do that with the afghans like because they were beat in afghanistan and as they were leaving like they were fucking just throwing all types of munition out there not labeling their shit out there that nobody knows until like goats get blown up or like some yeah. sorry person like just like unlucky Vietnam person. Too, right? yeah Same yeah way. just or burma because i guess burma now is the most landmine country in the world right now i think something like south africa too had some issues yeah south too, africa yeah. that's where we uh we got a lot of our mine resistant vehicles from the south africans jeez yeah. wow yeah so like these uh, these kids were playing soccer and they all got blown up and like you know, like got this dad he's fucking got his kid wrapped up in this little you know the little soft fuzzy blankets got them all wrapped up he opens it up and like this fucking kid's guts are going everywhere everywhere man baby's crying and shit and his dad's upset i can't fucking talk to him you know, yeah. i don't speak goddamn you know curd they're yeah, yeah. dari or pashtu because those are the two main languages there and uh Man, that shit will fuck you up. Yeah. It'll fuck you up. Like, kudos to fucking medical cats, man, because they're, like, uh, just seeing the amount of shit that comes through the door for that. Yeah. And then you got to work on the shit. Like, you'd have to have, like, a you got to be a special person to do that shit. Man. Yeah, no doubt. You know what I mean? To deal with it day on, day in. But, uh, like, it's it's even it's it's even worse when you're picking your fucking friends up, man. Like, when we picked Hasselton's fucked up body man and put it into the rg31 like i was the night before we were fucking around just like this like chopping it up having a good time talking about bullshit and now i'm fucking loading his fucked up body into the back of rg31 you know and fucking he's dead yeah so yeah that 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 will fuck you up it will it will spicing things up for you well so like you said it was like it's almost like the ending of that uh, uh saving private ryan He's talking about where Tom Hanks was saying, earn this. Yeah. And at yeah. the end, you know, he said he's always tried to live his life to the fullest and, and make sure he was proud and this and that. And da, da, yeah. da. So that's what reminded me when you said that you try to live your. Yeah, man. Yeah. Have yeah. you felt, Dollar, have you felt, is there any particular moment or time where you felt like what you have been doing? Has paid off to one of the kids. Oh yeah, yeah, man, a, a lot, a lot of, a lot of moments, a lot of. That's my favorite part about the job is getting to know him and building relationships. And I won't, I won't say his name, but um, there was one kid I was losing sleep over every night, and it wasn't his trauma; it was what he was bringing to my classroom every mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. He was coming in, and it was just like for a new teacher just trying to struggle, just trying to figure out how to keep everybody under control, get them to learn something. And then there's, 
there was this one student and he would just come in and he was like my worst nightmare. <laughs> and I tried everything. I, I went, the, I've mentioned, I've told this story to you. He came right. running the, one of the first days of school, he came running into my classroom and he did a box jump onto Double the cooler yeah. and he pulls the window up and you know, there's no screens on those yeah, windows or nothing. He's yeah. standing there and I'm standing at the front of the classroom. I've still got, you know, other things going on yeah. too. Kids are goofing <laughs> yeah. around and throwing stuff at each other. And so uh, that was kind of, where I was like, what the hell? Like, how, how do I even know? I've got no tools, man. I don't yeah. know what the hell to do. <laughs> and so as time went on, um, I tried different things. Some, some stuff I tried just didn't work at all. You know, I tried being harsh and calling home and being stern. Mm. I tried backing up a little bit. And then over time, man, uh, he's become one of my buddies. Mm. And, and to me, that, that's one of those things where I feel like I'm making a difference. If nothing else, <laughs> um, I'm just somebody who's positive in that dude's mm. life, um, who cares, legitimately cares about him, and he knows that I care about him. Yeah. Um, and and I, I always think about you all the time with the Project Exodus and stuff. It's, it's easy to say I love, because I tell my students all the time I love them, but it's easy to say that. But it's I've watched it change over time. It's mm. that consistency, consistency of showing up every day, right. and them knowing, even when you act crazy, even when you mess my whole day up, and mm. you're getting in my way, and you're stopping me from doing the one thing I'm really here to do. I still love you, yeah. and I'm gonna be back tomorrow, and we're gonna, and we're gonna wipe the slate clean. That's the other part for me yeah. is like not carrying that shit from day to day, or like holding grudges. And I wasn't ever mad; I was more anxious. Mm. Like, what's the next day? What's he gonna yeah. have for me tomorrow? Yeah. You know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. It's real. You know, it's real. <laughs> Baptism by fire, baby. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Man, yeah, yo, so. God, I, I I relate to that, man. Like, I'll tell you who it is after the after like, the uh, Same thing, man. I got I got multiple kiddos over there, man. And, you know, it's uh, something that a lot of them don't hear from men. You know what I mean? And uh, I think it's when they feel like they're at their worst, and when you say, "Yo, I love you, man," like I'm. I'm here for you. Like you fucked up today, you know, and, and you know, you did, but like, I'm going to be patient with you, man. Like I already told you in the, and when we started working together, I'm not going to treat you like a fucking, you know, a microwave meal. You know, I expect that you're going to make mistakes, man, you know, but I want you to learn from those mistakes, man. Like I'm here for you, dude. And I'd fucking patch them up, drive them home, drop them off, whatever, give them a hug, tell them I love you. And like it's it's made such a difference, man. And like I got parents that are like, yo, whatever you're doing to, you know, my son, man, like keep it up. Like this is like I've been trying to figure out how to get through to this guy, but whatever you're doing, man, like we continuously need that. So like and that's how we do it, man. The only way we're gonna do it is if we're consistent and we're there on those days that they fuck up, man. Yeah. Because those are teaching moments. Those are teachable moments, man. We need that shit. Do you, I, I, and I'm curious too, because I've heard you sort of make reference to it, and I don't want to put you on the spot or anything, but sometimes I wonder, like, do you do you have an interest in, in going into the classroom in a, a, as a teacher or anything like that? You know, that? I, I do. I do. I really do. Like, I've been, like I said, I've been studying it up, bro. Like, yeah. classroom management stuff. Uh, like if there's training or something that my wife gets to go to, like I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tag along, 
You yeah, know, I'm gonna put yeah. the ear on the door. I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna <laughs> read the little worksheets and shit. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I need tools too. Shit, and it's something that I can, you know, teach fucking whether it be parents or whomever, man. Like, I'm gonna try to get all the tools that I can get and share. You know, knowledge is fucking power. Mm. But as far as like hopping into the classroom. And, and the reason I, I ask know, is man. because I've heard you mention it before and, and just sort of talking generally about it. But sometimes I kind of admire what you got, you know, like where you are, the mm-hmm. fact that you were just there because you want to be there mm-hmm. and that there's not as much tying you down. Like you can no, be innovative. Not. And because even me, I teach ELD and compared to like the core classes and stuff like that, I get a lot of freedom too, yeah. whether it's academically and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, so sometimes I just wonder, I wonder what it's like, you know, for you not having necessarily as much of the red tape on you all the time and being able to just be like, look, I just want to fix the problems. I, mean, I just like, want to. But I, 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 it's cool. It's cool that I can do that with the the mobility. But and again, it's also extremely scary because I'm an easy fucking scapegoat. Because let's say Mm -hmm. you know a parent doesn't agree with what I'm doing, or they're like, "Who is this fucking guy? He doesn't have a goddamn Uh, you know teaching life. What the fuck is he doing in this school?" Mm -hmm. So like, I'm an easy fucking scapegoat as a volunteer, you know, at a school like that. But I mean, like, it's so needed, and there ain't fucking. There's not a line. Of fucking men lined up outside trying to volunteer to get it. I want to fucking volunteer. No, dude, there, there's not. Yeah, you know, and uh, unfortunately, the way of the world makes it that way, which is unfortunate. You know what I mean? Because folks got to take care of their families. They got to take care of their business. You know, I'm blessed to be in the position that I'm in. You know, where uh, uh, a lot of the work that we do is supplemented. You know, at the school, like uh, childcare is fucking crazy. Like the expenses for taking care of a eight month old and a you know a three year old before going into the school because you know school supplements that like that's like four grand a month right there yeah you know and fortunately I'm able to bring the kiddos with me and and do what I'm able to do so like I'm saving on cost and stuff and I'm just in a really good position with you know my wife being the principal at uh, the school so yeah. it just it just gives this unique opportunity. And fucking, I want to take advantage of that, man. Like, I want to fucking, I want to move mountains, man. Like, if if I have the opportunity, I'm gonna go in there and strike. You know, it's like fucking George Washington when he crossed fucking Delaware, killed a good bunch of Brits in their sleep for Christmas. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that, yeah. like that's what I want. If I see a, a target opportunity, I'm gonna fucking go in there. We're gonna wipe that shit out. Yeah. That's what I want to do, man. Well, you know what I dude, I love seeing you and your whole family. I love that this is the first time I've seen you probably all year when you didn't have one of your yeah, kids that's with true. you. That's true. <laughs> you know I was, man. I was like, man, what if I go over there? Is it all right? And like I said, Leo over here or Milo is probably gonna pull something out. I was like, nah. It's funny to hear you that you're thinking like that too, because I remember I, I never in my life, other than I don't even think I ever did one of those like bring your kid to work day. <laughs> things i don't think i ever did that but since i've been there my kids have come a, a few different yeah that's times. right that's right you know if they happen to be off school or they're whatever and bring them on over Dude, it's and- the philosophy brother family mm-hmm. family mm-hmm. like if you don't feel comfortable bringing your kids to that environment then we're doing something fucking wrong you know what i mean like we're doing something way wrong if you're not bringing your kids <laughs> yeah but yeah. then you're you were supposed to teach other kids like that aren't yours like that what the hell are we doing <laughs> like what the hell's yeah. the point yeah 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 <laughs> But then again, it, it, it's another teachable moment, man. It's, it's, we have to model what we want our kids to see. You know what I mean? So these babies get to see me interact with my children, right? 
and that does something to their psyche they're like fuck like you know look how 100 percent, dude they all love your kids yeah they're like look at this you know they treat them as their their own brothers you know because all i got is boys so they treat them like they're their own you know i've had opportunities where i'm like okay guys you know i want you to help me feed my son and like it'll give them an opportunity to feed because a lot of them do raise their own siblings as well so for them it, it makes the place feel more like home too and and that's where you get that value, man. Mm-hmm. That's why you got, you know, we have students that are like, I can't wait till Strive gets out here. I'm like, dude, like I understand that we're on different sides of the line, but those are your brothers and sisters too, man. Mm-hmm. Because they those kids that are at Strive Lake go home with those kids that go to Lake Middle School too, you know? And that's something that I try to teach the kids as well. Damn. You, you got to model it, baby. Yeah, yeah, I love, I love you keep saying modeling too because that's such a big part of teaching like yeah. like in my in my classroom hours when I'm teaching my kids the amount of time I'm modeling is usually pretty short it could be like 10 minutes or something if I'm trying to teach them a specific uh, you know whatever mm-hmm. but those 10 minutes are probably the most important minutes of the entire place so, they, so that they can see this is what I want you to do look this is how I'm doing it so it literally has an academic application yeah. in the classroom so it I does. love that you keep saying modeling because yeah. I mean really that's the biggest thing and I think I overthought that when I started I'd yeah. be like how do I model instead of just being natural and being like well what do I want them to do I'm just going to do that yeah. and I want you to see me do it yeah. and be consistent like you said consistency mm-hmm. man mm-hmm. it's fucking gay how about you Mike What's a what's a lesson that you got your babies on? I told you this a long time ago, dude. I think I think Pierce would be the coolest damn teacher on the planet. <laughs> I don't know. It's just um, I think compassion is at our house. Ours is compassion. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's there's times where she'll surprise me, and she'll be like, um, you know, she's like that guy's not a bad guy, and she's like, you know, we'll talk about the homeless guy that's on the side of the street. You know, it has a sign and everything like that. I'm like, no, baby, he's not a bad guy at all. You know, he's like, he's just having some problems right now. He's like, he's, you know, he's looking for a little help. He's just working through some things, you know, and she's always like, I, you know, she'll say stuff, you know, six years old, you know, I wish I can help all those people, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's what she says too. She's like, wants to be a, um, she wants to be like a Doogie Hauser. She wants to be a vet, a pediatrician, um, <laughs> and, uh, uh, someone that helps the homeless people okay damn she wants to do she could do all that all those three yeah yeah (laughs) but yeah i I think that's that's the biggest with us is is compassion you know telling her you know there's you're you're super fortunate on what you have girl you know and it's a lot of people that don't have what you have a lot of people that don't have you know a, a minuscule of what you have and you know every year you know, birthdays and, and Christmas and everything like that. We always do a purge on all her toys. Nice. Yeah, remember make, about yeah that. and so we make her choose. Yeah, we need to minimize some shit. Yeah. Like we, Legos. Yeah. So we we make her choose. <laughs> Goddamn landmines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, mine are these little beads. These little, little bead beads. things now. Yeah. Um, and my um my stepmom gave it to her. For freaking what are they for? Beads? Like, for like making um Oh necklaces. No, not those necklaces. It's those little The ones you melt? Yeah, the ones that make I know. pictures. Yeah, and, and you like what? iron them. Yeah. You put like a wax paper thing over them, you iron them. Fuck it's like that. an art thing. Oh, they God. create these little pictures Don't. with them. Don't tell they're, they're everywhere. They're everywhere. <laughs> they're everywhere in my house. Yeah. And she got her like the industrial like Costco fucking size Damn. bead thing. It's like a bazillion. They're just like, a, they're everywhere. Yeah. 
Like I'll vacuum it, and then I'll like after I'm done vacuuming, I'm like, what? Yeah. Like where did that one come from? Like Jesus, it's like it's like the hairpins in my house. They're so too. small. I have, I have a ton of hairpins <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Have, like they're just like they're breeding. Um, <laughs> but no, what I was saying is that is um, breeding. <laughs> um, is that we make her decide, we make her choose the toys that she has to give away, um, and we always give our toys to a particular charity. Um, it's called my my precious child. Okay, and my precious child is um is a good one because they use. I want to say 95% of the stuff that's given to them. Okay. Oh, they don't wow. sell it and they don't sell it. So it's not like an ARC or like a Goodwill. If you dig it to ARC or Goodwill, they yeah, sell they it. they sell it. Yeah. But the, uh, a majority of their profits also go to helping out mm-hmm. homeless and stuff like that and, and everything like that. But this particular place, My Precious Child, they use 95% of their stuff. They have a store and um, they allow families to come in to the store and get things. So it's like toiletries, um, clothes and families are bringing their kids get to choose uh two toys yeah. every time they come in they get to choose two toys and so it's, yeah. it's a good thing and so we've the association that i belong to CAFA, the colorado association yep, of financial yep. aid administrators um we we use them a lot in our um uh, philanthropy projects and donating to them and raising money for them and we've gone there and helped out um there in particular and, and sort it, you know, stuff out and put things on racks and help people, you know, with their shopping and stuff and their lists and everything. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, but we make her do that. And every single time she does it, you know, and it's, and it's been getting better. The piles of the, the keep and the donates are shifting now. You're getting more and more. So we're getting more and more of the donating stuff because she knows that she's going to get, you know, grandparents spoil. And she knows that she's gonna get a shit ton of toys, you know, and stuff like that. So, man, you, with, you mentioned that, it, so. and it brings up uh, this cat named Travis because uh, he has a store where uh, it's free clothing mm-hmm. for the homeless. It's uh, down in the Five Points area, I believe, and his or- organization is called Impact. Okay, yeah, like I, uh, I've gone down there and made like uh, uh, sandwiches and stuff for the homeless, like a little sandwich bags okay. and mm-hmm. stuff like yeah. that. Like he'll he'll call out for volunteers to come in and help him and stuff. So uh, Travis uh, at Impact, that's a that's another one, man. Yeah. He's really oh, cool and this guy. other thing too that, that caught my eye was the um, at this my precious child is that they also take um, old sporting good stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like helmets and shoulder pads and cleats and everything like okay. that for kids that you know want to play sports. You know, and they don't have to get that, man. Yeah, and it's like you know hard to, to get, and, and so it's yeah a lot of the stuff they get, you know, from donations, and and they can just go there and. and what was that called again? Was that one more time? What the, the place? organization? My precious child. My precious child. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna do so, that. and they also do scholarships too. So kids that like want to do, you know, sports like that, and and they don't have enough money, like you know, for their physicals or just anything like that, you know. They they donated a lot of stuff oh, to that yeah. too. Shout out to my uh, precious child. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna for check real. that out too. Yeah. So, but no, that's what. Again, at my house, yeah, that's I'm the back. lesson. For sure. That's the lesson that we teach at our house is compassion. Just being compassionate about people, you know, and and understanding that um, we all come from different walks of life. We're not all um, blessed to have, you know, the same things that everybody else has. Um, but understanding that is is the first part of, of of that compassion and understanding that you know you have something that somebody else doesn't and don't take it like mm. yeah. crazy so i got i got a question for 
all you daddies in here. Something that you already experienced, but something that you guys haven't yet. Uh, so when your babies leave the coop, like, have you guys mentally prepared yourselves for that at all? Are you guys thinking about that at all? Uh, we're following. And how how was <laughs> and how was that for you? I moved back in. You moved back. <laughs> no, um, actually, me it wasn't. It wasn't as bad as it was for my wife. She was like an empty nest. <laughs> we had to get a dog. Yeah. <laughs> to me, I was like, oh, good, they gone. No, <laughs> <laughs> I could come over and eat every now and again, but oh, it was it, it was harder for my wife, not for me. Okay. All right. Yeah, no, that's you? what that's what yeah. we're saying. That's what we're, we're following her everywhere she goes. Yeah. <laughs> you going to follow her everywhere? Yeah. There's a little tracking oh, ship and stuff. Yeah, be like, and then little, <laughs> there she is, got her. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, that's what, that's what my wife says. She goes, you know, wherever she goes, you know, we'll just uh, we'll 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 be down the street. We'll we'll find a house down the street from you, and you know, whatever you need us, we'll be there. And then, Mama's uh, gonna have a hard time. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Tiro will probably have a hard time. Yeah, you don't think you will? Oh yeah, I, yeah, yeah. She's she's a daddy's girl, hundred percent, dude. Yeah. So mm -hmm. that was the other lesson. I don't know if you guys, you don't, you're not on social media that much. <laughs> yeah. That's what I said on one of my things when she told me, you know, she has a boyfriend, and she said that multiple times, and it's the same kid, time after time. And uh, and I was like, you know what the rule is, right? <laughs> She's like, what? I was like, the rule is, is like, because she said, I'm going to marry him one day, daddy. And I was like, well, here's the rule. I was like. He goes, number one, he has to ask me. And she was like, okay. And I was like, number two, he has to beat me up. <laughs> uh, first like, one so. to survive, Mary. <laughs> I was like, so. First one that makes it. Yeah, I was like, so. You better find you a big dude. That's right. Oh, that's, <laughs> that is hilarious. Oh, uh, man, she probably is. You find some stocky dude, man. I hope you're going to be ready at 50, bro. Some six foot nine dude uh, walks through your door. Hell yeah. I'm here for a hand. Let's go. Let's do this. Let's do this. You guys Let's ever watch go. that show, Letter Kenny? Uh, what is that? What it's called? Uh, it's called Letter, Letter Kenny. Kenny. It's on Hulu. Mm. Anyways, yeah, it's, an, it's a Canadian show. And. It's one of their big things is like who's the toughest person in Letterkenny and they have like sanctioned like not sanctioned fights just like fights and it's, a, it's always a challenge to this one guy named Wayne and he's the toughest guy in Letterkenny and so people just show up at his house and like <laughs> oh to be that dude really? and he's like, like alright takes a swig of some whiskey and he's like let's do this and, like, <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I imagine it'll yeah, go down it probably will be like that's that. how I imagine it'll go down when she brings someone home <laughs> I'm here to bring I'm here to marry your daughter <laughs> Let's do this. Here we go. Here's another one. <laughs> what about you, Dollar? Yeah, how about you, uh, Dollar. It, well, it's, get, it's getting real for me. I think it's going to be the same. I think my wife's going to have a harder time than me. Um, I have a hard time, but maybe I'm just. <laughs> He's going to be like the boy. Good. Go. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's actually no, no. I'm actually going a little different direction. It's kind of like I'm so overwhelmed with my job to make them not need me. Like I feel like, you know, not necessarily emotionally or whatever, but yeah. to be able to go and take care of yourself, yeah. and you're going to face challenges and problems and all kinds of shit, and properly gearing you up to go do that so you don't need me is my objective. And as I have a 13 year old son who's getting real damn close, man, yeah, he's close. and it terrifies me, you know, because I, I, it's that's the part that scares me. It's not like oh, I'm going to miss him so much. It's like 
like, did I, I do everything make, I, I could? Sure you know, like, a, and I, and it's not like I'm going to go away or whatever. But there's definitely going to come a time where the law says that you are a grown ass man, and you're off to go do what you're going to do. Yeah, and and I'll always be here. But that's a, I lose sleep over that more than than oh no, they won't be around. Though I do that too, <clears throat> just not having their company and being like, oh, he's cross country. Yeah. He's doing his thing, you know, doing whatever. And and my son, he's 13. He's got a lot of time to work it out. And I definitely want you to spend some time with your homie <laughs> and him yeah. talking about stuff. Because yeah. that's what he says. He says he wants to be a uh, a sniper in the military. Yeah, I know. And, I know. I'm yeah. down. We could talk. Yeah. And, talk. and I'm not the right person to talk to about that. You know, I was I was never a military guy, any of that kind of stuff. <laughs> and and as a parent, man, it's fucking terrifying. It's terrifying. 13 and thinking like not only am I worried about him being able to take care of himself and all this but what he is <laughs> but dead set on doing is he wants to be a warrior yeah he wants to be a warrior I don't know you know some folks just it's just in you man like for real well and I told you we me, me and him had a heart to heart because um, couldn't figure out why we were butting heads so much mm-hmm. and why we were having so much difficulty and come to find out you know <clears throat> that maybe we were really pushing on him our vision for his life and what we see him doing Mm -hmm. and definitely not going off and risking your life. Are you crazy? What are you doing? And then uh, we had a hard tart where he, you know, I I just told him, I was like, man, you got to be straight with me. Like what's going on? And that's what he said. He was like, you know what I really want to do? Like with you and mama, you're what you guys want for me aside. That's what I want. That's all Mm -hmm. I want to do. I want to go in the military. I want to fight. I want to be a sniper and then I'm going to retire and I want to become a cop. So he says. I mean, he's, he's got a and, fucking plan. And you say some people, <laughs> some people have it. Yeah, well, you got to execute the plan. Yeah, this is what yeah, we're talking about right now. Execute plan. Yeah, there, there are things that you have to do to get there. Um, but that's a case, like you said, where some people just got it in them. And I mean, that dude was into military and guns from the time he was like three years old. Mm. Always, just mm. always talking about it. Just all he's interested in, you know. Mm. So. uh yeah, so that's what's going on with him. So he's yeah. close, man. I mean, 13, he's still got five years where he's legally uh, 18 and a, yeah. and a legal adult. Five years. Um, but man, thinking of how fast he's 13 went by, it's yeah. terrifying because I feel like, he's not ready, man. He's not cooked all the way. He's not cooked <laughs> he's all the way. All the way. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to get there. He's yeah. Get there. Yeah, there's time. You know, in 13, there's, oh, think about how much change I went through. Dude, and how phys- much, your physical physiology is changing at that time. Yeah. Hormones are going ape shit. Yeah, from yeah. 13 yeah. to like, you know, 25 or something like that. That's a giant. I mean, so many big changes happen to people there. Mm. Now, let's be real. Your family's Filipino, so they're never going to be <laughs> out of the house. <laughs> you know, I do love that. I love that. You know? I think family's important. And, and we talked about earlier in this podcast about how individualized all of our lives are and how yeah. unconnected. I, I feel like we're so blessed in this neighborhood just because we know our neighbors mm. on both sides. We're really tight with them. We're tight with the not so much tight, but other houses in the in the neighborhood we yeah. know them and in my past experience in the last 15 years and places i've lived that's never been the case yeah so being here where we've been for the last few years and having that connection where um i mean i went up they were upstairs doing art just now but i wouldn't have been surprised even at this hour if they were back and forth with our neighbors yeah. because they the same thing happens they, if they're not staying the night here they're gonna, then be, over they're there. gonna be staying over that's there. cool yeah that's cool. so that's a really cool thing to oh, so the wife he was always joking about too Whenever she comes over here, yeah. she's always looking. She's like, "Is that another new? Is that a new child?" It was <laughs> <laughs> like my parents when they came back in. Like, who are these kids? <laughs> yeah, I just know when I was growing up, um, we couldn't. Especially when I was a lot younger, there was no com- there was no company. You couldn't have nobody over at the house, nothing like that. There was no staying the night, none of that yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah. 
Um, and so for me, that's that's been a huge thing is I, I love always being able to say yes to that <laughs> yeah. stuff. Like, yeah, bring them on over. Don't uh, come over for dinner. Make some extra dinner. Yeah, that's, yeah that, we yeah. always had that. Like, I was always ever at a friend's house, and we always, mm-hmm. always like, nobody can ever come to my house because everyone was allergic to cats. Oh, that would have been me. Yeah. So even back in the day, Pierce, yeah. so I'd be like, I can't. I gotta stay outside. Yeah, <laughs> I just remember like friends coming over to spend the night at my house, and like the cat, you know, would always sleep on that particular person that was allergic. <laughs> they to can it. sense it, dude. <laughs> dude, like as a person uh, allergic to cats, I could tell you they got yeah, a sense. Yeah, they so, do have a sense. And so yeah, so people, and then we got we got kicked out of another house because we were too loud all the time whenever we spent the night, <laughs> and then we had to start sleeping over someone else's house, and you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, nah, I never had that opportunity, man. I was, <laughs> it was locked down in my house, man. Yep. You know, it was, uh, if somebody came over and was trying to like knock on the door and, they, and it was unannounced, it was like, I don't know, there's this comedian, man. He's like, yo, grab the sword. Hold up, turn the lights off. <laughs> yeah, because like with my grandmother, like it, on both sides, like I got my Mexican side, I got my black side. Like whenever somebody came over, you know, my grandma would have like, fucking sweet tea waiting and like she would have some pie and shit it's just like oh we have company come let's you know come on in and she'd treat them to you know some pie and some sweet tea but then like my my mom was like nah we're shutting that shit down like the world is different (laughs) the world has changed we're not here (laughs) you know so uh but now like even at my house you know uh we're cautious but you know we let folks come over the good like we uh just recently had uh uh, our boys bring over some of their classmates and stuff, some of their friends, and you know they would stay the night and stuff and just hang out. And then on top of that, like I go uh, uh, right over here in the bell slide, and I'll pick up a lot of the kids that I work with, and just give them a break, man. Because one of the little babies, man, her house got shot up, man. Her family's deep in the gang life, and uh, like, like I, she could have died that night, man. Like they lit her house up. Damn. For and all these babies are in there and bullets are flying all over the place, you know, three o'clock in the morning. And uh whenever I can, you know, I definitely try to get those babies and just give them a break. Because mm-hmm. they have they're living at like hundred and ten miles per hour, man. And when they come and stay over at my house, like they'll freak out. They'll like I said, those shadows, man, the this... trauma will pop up and like the youngest one, uh would be like, oh, there's somebody out your ho- outside your house, Mr. McDonald. They're, they're going to get me. And I'm like, whoa, calm down. Like, oh, everything's okay. You're safe. You're safe here. You're safe. Nothing's going to happen to you. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, man, you know, it's, it's nothing but love, man. You got to be like a love extremist, man, for real. Radical. A radical of love, no doubt. For real. So what about you then? What about the me? Kids are the and I'm... I'm I'm going to be sad, dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm going to be sad, man. You know, like uh, uh, not having a father of my own and then being a father. Like, yo, like I want to be the father that wasn't there for me, you yeah. know? So I, like to see, like I'm proud to see them grow. You know what I mean? I love it. But then like I'm, I dread it because I know <laughs> yeah. like I'm not going to. Like, I'm going to lose a little bit of that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, my youngest one right now, Milo, you know, he's uh, uh, he's eight months. He just turned eight months. So, he's like, he's crawling all over the place now. It was like a switch that kicked on and like, yep. he's fucking going. 
So now, like, he's experimenting, he's grabbing shit, he wants to feel different textures, you know, lights and shit. Wow, Pazow, I mean, he's doing this weird fucking raising my hands things, worshipping thing that he's adapted for some reason. <laughs> but I mean, like, he's becoming his own little human being, and, like, I'm not going to get to experience that anymore, yeah. you know? That's my last one. I know. That's we were at Chick-fil-A today, and I was told that I don't need to cut the nuggets up anymore. Oh, oh she's a man. girl and she can eat the nuggets. Yeah. yeah. Whole. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, oh, okay. You're like, whatever. <laughs> Deep down inside, he's like, just, no. yeah. Finally. Finally. <laughs> finally, it's about time right, to go right. to whole. I didn't want to cut these anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Been waiting for maybe, uh, maybe it'll take you a half an hour to eat dinner instead of an hour and a half. That's right. <laughs> but then, you know, I, uh, I think to myself, at that time, man, like, you know, my boys are going to go off and they're going to create families of their own. And and then when they do, I'll get to experience, you know. Again. Their stuff, yeah. you know. <laughs> and, I'll, and I'll be happy because then I won't have to fucking clean up the mess. <laughs> Grandpa's going to come over and I'll be like, yo, they're going to be like, Grandpa Paul. <laughs> like, let me tell you about the war. <laughs> 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 Sit on my knee. Like, Just like Grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you know, it's like you graduate into that, man. Because growing old is like it's a privilege. It's a mm -hmm. fucking privilege, man. And as a younger person, like I dreaded getting old. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like when you hit that twenty-one, it's like fuck. Now I can do everything. Nothing's gonna be exciting. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it gets better, man. You know. And uh, I don't, I don't dread getting old, man. I love it. You know, I'm starting to get the salt and pepper. I'm ready. One day it's gonna be all white. I already done lost it all, pretty much. So I just let it go. You know, a lot of hair going up there. I got hair up there, but I mean, I'm just like, if I let it grow, fuck. Yeah. The cul-de-sac is there, man. There you go, tonight. I can't. I can't do the comb over, man. It's it's not even gonna have the little Homer three little thing. So. But uh, it's it's his privilege to grow old, man, and, and I enjoy it, man. And like, I know I have a couple of friends that didn't have the privilege. Right I have a couple of friends that didn't have the privilege of getting old. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So, I don't mind it. Yeah. Sometimes you can play the card, the old card. Okay. You need to help me, <laughs> help me with this because I, you know. <laughs> that's what I always pictured when you get old is like I don't have to give a fuck anymore. Yeah, that's what I said. That's why I can't wait until I get old. Because like, I usually don't. Yeah. When I when I get old, I can't wait to be that that crazy person. And they're like, oh, he's just old. He's just old. He's just yeah, he's just old. He, old man Pierce, we just be saying old shit. Man Pierce, he just, just said some shit. He right? just said some shit. He don't, he don't even care. Uh, no, nah, I'm ready, man. I'm like, I, I'm ready for that. Like, I want. I I can't wait until I'm like. I want to be that guru. I want to be that. You know, I'm like, man, we gotta we gotta go talk to the village elder. Like, I want I want that position. Like, I want to grow to be <laughs> yeah. that guy. You know, that's what I want to grow up to be yeah, now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's what I want to be. You know, yeah, growing old ain't bad. The only thing is getting used to having less time ahead of you, or less, more time behind you than you got in front of you. Mm. Mm -hmm. That's a tough one. But well, I'm know. just getting to that point, right? I mean, I'm I'm in my forties now. So. <laughs> well, you say that, right? But I mean, unless I'm playing, I mean, I'm I'm shooting for 110. Well, yeah. Well, frankly. I mean, that's well, pretty much where we're at right now. Right, yeah. What is it? What is the average life expectancy in the United States? I'm gonna we, say I feel like 100. I'm gonna say a hundo. 
A hundo. I'm going a hundo so? for for, for a... Gen Xers and millennials. I'm going to say a hundred. Yeah, I wonder if it's it's. I'm going be for two. I'm going for three hundred twelve. So <laughs> we've yeah. talked about this. Well, yo, yeah, yo, I overheard some stuff on NPR because it's like I mean technology is advancing. Like yeah. who who knows? No. I can have my bones replaced with fucking adamantium. I can be the so, real life Wolverine. So, Silicon <laughs> Valley right now, like a lot of those cats out in Silicon Valley, they're the the corporations out there, like you know Apple and all them. They've been investing in companies that do longevity like ex- life expansion stuff yeah. right so they're talking about like nanotech uh different ways of uh, uh making your cells last longer because you know that's that's how it is your your cells start get elastic and stuff and the the nucleus so, starts to stretch out until it just loses its uh, yeah, hold yeah and they're creating uh, uh medication and, and new tech that will keep your molecules fresh <coughs> so lifespans like check this out this is fucking crazy so, like, back in the old Wild West days, a lot of us were dying from, like, tuberculosis and shit like yeah, that. Oh yeah, Life expectancy was, like, I think it was, like, 47, they said. 47, about 47. 46 was life expectancy back then. And uh, now it's fucking, like, I think it's 100 years old, at least, or 80. It's either 80 it or dying? 90 years old. Okay, so as of now, the as of 2020, the United States uh, life expectancy is 78.93. It's really fucking close to 80. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, and then there's they project that um, by like 2050, and who knows? I mean, who knows? Because you really don't know how fast it's going to develop. But as of now, their prediction is that it'll be somewhere between 89 and 94. See, that. Yeah, so that's pretty fucking yeah. close. Yeah. So, I mean, like, uh, but with this new tech that they're developing, man, like, we're going to be able to live well beyond fucking 100 years. Well, the thing is, is, like, what most of the people die of old age, you know, if you, you can always train your mind and keep your mind young and everything like that. What dies on you first is your heart. Your heart you gives mean, out. Oh, yeah. Your heart gives out. It mm. just overworks. It gets yeah. overworked and it doesn't work as long. Muscle. It's like an engine. It's an engine, yeah. yeah. It, it overworks. So if you can just have something to fix that, Replace that. Your well, mind. Isn't there people that the fucking same? have fake hearts? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I can well, Dick Cheney. Like, hey, I, gotta, <laughs> I gotta go in and get that. Yeah. yeah. I gotta replace that. Remember Dick Cheney, didn't, his didn't even beat. Yeah. He didn't have a heartbeat. Just or he doesn't hummer. have a heartbeat. It's just yeah. a word, they say. Like, yeah. That's what, what I said. I'm going to be 312 years old, guys. Yeah, he literally don't have a heart. Christian Bale doesn't have a heart. Yes. <laughs> For real, check that movie out. Yeah, I'm going to have to check that he out. He does a fantastic job. And is Sam Rockwell, is that his name? Yeah, Sam Rockwell. Sam. Yeah, the yeah. Dude, that's who plays George W. Okay. Bush. It's, um, uh, okay, he's the dude that was in Iron Man, right? He was like the villain yes. in Iron Man? Yeah. Yes, okay. yes. <laughs> he's um, fucking hilarious. The other thing, too, you were talking about like nanotechnology. Yeah. So, like, you know, obviously, we have, you know, you like to work out, I like to work out. They're making these new, so, things like steroids and everything like that. Now, these new things called SARMs, um, they're now called pro-hormones. Mm-hmm. Those are illegal. Can't use them. Because um, they're, they're classified as a, um, a felonous drug to have. Um, yeah, steroids, stuff really? like that. Yeah, yep. It's like the roids. Okay. Yeah. Um, but better mm, but no this stuff <laughs> now this stuff now that they're coming out with like we were just reading me and uh, Fran uh, is uh, um, uh, nano supplements oh. where it targets and it's like like a smart supplement that will target a specific targets area muscle groups ooh 
That's wow. that's funky. Crazy, isn't that? That's well, that's kind of a similar concept that's to what's going funky. on with all the stem cell stuff too. Yeah. Well, stems. Fuck. Look at fucking goddamn Sylvester Stallone, man. Yeah. Yo, that's stem cell shit right there, dude. <laughs> For real. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember he, uh, uh, what fucking, I think it was the, the not this latest Rambo, but the Rambo before this one. Mm-hmm. Dude, he was a fucking beast. Yoked, like, fucking. Yeah. I'm like, that's not natural. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're supposed to be fucking withered, brother. <laughs> <It's> not, <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, that is not natural. Yeah. What are you doing? Well, that's like, um, um, with the, what's her name? The Korean hottie, the MMA fighter. Karate hottie. Karate hottie, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I forget. What's her name? Mari Mata, something like that. I forget. Michelle something. Anyways, Joe Rogan. She's from here, right? Isn't she from yeah. Colorado? What? Joe Rogan uh, um, paid for her to get her stem cell on her knee. Done. Oh. She had a, uh, a blown ACL. And he like paid for it to get done. And like the recovery time on a stem cell ACL yeah. is like... Instantaneous? In, yeah, dude. It's That's dumb. crazy. Michelle Watterson. That's yeah. her name. Wow. That's crazy. Well, because stem cells are like... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Stem stem cells are like uh, unprogrammed, like DNA, RNA type yeah. stuff, right? So yeah. when you put it in there, you put it for like a specific whatever. It's like a building block, so it'll just yeah go right in there. Yeah, that's crazy. So the, yeah, because they can the, do it locally. But the only way that yeah. you can get stem cells is from fucking fetuses, right? How do or, you? How no, do you? I get don't think so anymore. Cells? Not anymore. Not or anymore. your own or. You can extract your own stem cells or something like really? that. Really? Yeah. 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 They take them out of one part of your body and put them into another part. Um, so they they pull it out, grow it in the lab, and then fucking put it back in you. Yes, yeah, that's sweet. Yeah, yeah. And, I and, can't afford that. With my healthcare <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah nobody can. But I think for now, right? Yeah. For I now. mean, I think for uh, now, it, eventually we'll look back and go, man, that's so crazy. At a time when people just weren't allowed to just people just didn't have access yeah. to it because it was it's crazy expensive. Yeah, you know, I I feel like it's gonna be well, it's gonna be like our healthcare system is now, man. You're gonna have. You're going to have fucking like 300-year-old cats See, walking around. I'm telling you. And then you're going to have like 150-year-olds walking around. And they're like, man, like you look horrible. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> that dude's 300 years yeah. old and you're fucking 150. Be horrible. fucking horrible. He's like, well, you know, I don't have a good medical plan. Because <laughs> I don't have the stem cells. Isn't that fucked up? <laughs> All right. So adult stem cells can be isolated from the body in different ways, depending on the tissue. Blood stem cells, for example, can be taken from a donor's bone marrow, Ouch. from blood in the umbilical cord when a baby is born, or from a person's own circulating blood. Interesting. So your own blood, yeah. Wow. But I think the process is why the process of separating them is the expensive part and the uh, time consuming mm. part. So, yeah. Well, I mean, if you got the money, I mean, shit, like, I'd do it. The, well, heck yeah. If you have the money, anything's possible. I've had yeah, tennis elbow. Much. It's back, bro. <laughs> I've had, <laughs> I, I literally, I got full, full on tennis elbow and going stem on. Stem sell that shit. Me and, Jose, yeah. me and Fran yeah. were talking about the other day. You know, like if you have money, then anything is possible. You know, the NBA All Star game was last weekend, mm-hmm. and you look at Magic Johnson. Dude, yeah, still he's fucking great. Just he's like, he looks great. And like, doesn't Bro. look like anything's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't was, it? That's. He was that's one of my funny. biggest childhood heroes, dude. But I'm just saying. I, did he become a villain, though, after he came out that he was. Uh, not for me, but you know, it was weird for me emotionally when I was a kid. I remember crying. Mm. Like when he did that press conference, said he was tired and all that kind of stuff. I just felt. Uh, <laughs> like, I didn't really understand what the fuck was happening, <clears throat> truly. Um, but yeah. no, I've always loved that dude. Mm. He's. 
It's a cool guy, but you're right, right. dude. So you he, looks like, he looks younger than me. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on, dude? Yeah. Like, what's happening? Yeah. His aging is reversing. Yeah. That's how it's going to be, man. Yeah. For real. You know, unfortunately, Arnold, he, he got into the game a little too late because his heart went out first. Yep. Well, steroids. Wait, what? Well, I didn't yeah, know that. Right. What happened <laughs> to his heart? He had like a heart failure or something? Yeah, he had like a fucking like a triple bypass yeah. or some shit like Arnold that. Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. <coughs> the freaking, uh, what's that big black dude, man? He's always fucking talking shit. Yeah. Same thing. He was in a wheelchair. He was mm-hmm. like yeah. put into a wheelchair, man, because of all the roids he did. and Yeah. It's crazy, man. Crazy, all our fucking old 80s superheroes man. I know, they're dying, like, man. We were talking and about And we're that. demand so much from them. They're like, fucking, you're 70, but I still want you to fucking jump over a car. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? <laughs> dude, like Dolph Lundgren is still, but Dolph yes, Lundgren is still he like looks great, too. Dude. Yeah, he, he looks, looks fucking too. good. Like, Damn, dude. Like, Flexible, dude. Have you yeah, seen like, yeah. Yeah. just his whole life maintain that, you yeah. know, stretching out those ligaments all the time. And How old is he? Is he 70, right? Or 60? He's got to be 70 or 60-something gotta be 70 i think he's like 60 something i think he's the same 64 uh he's the same as say 68 62 okay. wow yeah i was okay. like same as tears dead because i think we had this conversation <laughs> me and tira did and i was like dude he's as old as your dad sylvester stallone <laughs> and he looks fucking great. 73 shut the f- 73, 73? Bro. Yeah. he looks fucking good like he looks like he can like hack somebody's head off still still yeah, okay arnold's 72 yeah Wait a minute, Stallone is older than by Arnold? a year, one year older. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, Chuck Norris is seventy nine. Damn, Chuck. I haven't seen him in a while. Yeah, he? we haven't does seen him. Does he look good? Does he, he look does good? He does look good. Because it's just we just seen uh, old replays That's of right. the total gym. Not, yeah. <laughs> not any new ones. <laughs> That's right. Let's see if I can find a recent picture of him just to see. But the pictures like, dude, he looks pretty fucking good. But yeah, like you said, all the heroes Fuck, of, he looks great he's almost 80 he looks fucking great that's crazy well there's something to be said for a lifetime of fitness too well right? yeah <laughs> true 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 just stick with what you're doing stick man. with it i'm sticking <laughs> with it. i'm sticking with it <laughs> yeah i'm not gonna lose my flexibility definitely <laughs> well that's a big thing that's why yoga is so important too like yeah. it's one of those things we are especially as us dudes you know like you want to lift weights and that's all I do. get jacked and, yeah. strong yeah, yeah. But there's something to be said for yoga. I, I always talk about that. And I remember when I was in college back in the day in California, thinking I was signing up for a freebie class. I was like, oh, this is going to be cake. Do me some yoga. Oh, yeah, stretch out, fall asleep, whatever. No, that shit. Dude, I hurts. fucking died. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, I'm shaking. And, yeah. and I remember how she, she kept her composure so well. The teacher, she's just like, now breathe into it. And I'm like, like, oh, oh God. Yeah. <laughs> this, my body's yep. not supposed to shake this much. Yeah, yep. man. My first Sweat <laughs> dripping off your fucking face. Yeah. yeah, my first yoga session, man, I pulled my groin, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to fucking oh, lie. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we were doing this, the, the warrior, warrior and then you were like trans transition and then warrior oh. and then like my shit just went went out I was like, <laughs> <laughs> just, God. yeah for real oh. no that was the same thing I'm too trying to laugh at your pain that's just so crazy <laughs> that was the same thing Awful. that happened to me when i oh. were uh um i told tiara one time i was like yeah we'll do i'll do yoga with you it's like you know you know we did to the gym and they have our the free classes and stuff like that so i was like i'll do it with you right on let's do it i got this i was like all right 
and I was doing the same thing. And I'm like, why is nobody sweating as fucking as much as me? Jesus. I'm like, God damn, dude. Like, I'm like, damn, all these fools are enjoying this. And now the big thing is hot yoga. They get in a room. What's, what, what the temperature the do they put that? What is it's the same as a sauna. I've never heard of that Same as a sauna. It's like 170. So you do like yoga in a sauna. Yeah. I'm going to pass the fuck out. You never heard I'm of this? I'm not going to make that. People yet. are crazy about it now. And they say, uh, Joe Rogan swears by yeah. this stuff. That they, they, yeah, they get in a room, they crank it up like a sauna, like 170 like, degrees, and they start doing yoga. But what is it? What does it do to your body? Like, What's well, the, it's malleable because you're in the sauna, so oh, it's so warming it you up. Well, and the science, your, uh, yeah. fucking metabolism you're, de- and shit. you're detoxifying too. And the science has shown yeah. both that uh, yoga is phenomenal for your body, <laughs> shows that saunas are phenomenal, phenomenal for your body, and now there's studies coming out showing that that hot yoga is actually tremendously beneficial mm. for your body. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, I do love the sauna, man. Yeah, I do it after every workout. Hell yeah. Yep, I do too. At least ten minutes. Yeah. At least yeah. ten. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I mean, does the does the hot tub count? Uh, <laughs> does I would, it count? I would. would I don't does know. that count? I don't know if there's studies on. I would think so because you're raising your temperature. Yeah, it's the same way. So like, I, I think yeah, the hot tubs usually are 104. Like 104. Yeah. Right. Okay. And what's the sauna? At? What's 170. 180. Shit, I probably ain't gonna fuck with that. I boil yeah. myself and die. <laughs> you know what? The, it take. It's like anything else. You work your way up. <laughs> I remember not being able to last five minutes. I get in there. I remember my nostrils would burn. Yeah. I'm like you breathe in. Air like, oh, so, the dry yeah. sauna in particular. Super hot. Yeah. 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 Fucking, you're like, what the hell? No, I, I don't can't do, do this. It's like room. being in the Middle East again, man. Fuck that. I can't do the scene room, man. Because <laughs> that's other people's sweat dripping on that's you. That's true. That's nasty, mm. dude. What are you yeah. about? I'm, we've talked oh, about this. We've talked about it. I'm with you. But no. But the science is crazy it's coming mm. out on saunas i mean and for long with the, so the new longevity. one is like an infrared sauna now did you hear what that one fuck it's like you're like, like yeah and that one's a lower temperature though they said it's like lower. 140 50 something yeah like that's, that's that. but it's like, i was just reading that today yeah oh, what, but what not, is the infrared what is that it's not heated by like the the coils it's or anything by like lasers? it's heated by infrared <laughs> that's by lasers. like yeah. but you're getting microwaved <laughs> why the hell would i want to microwave myself Cause you'll live a, longer And then you got uh, <laughs> and, and let's talk about the opposite What's up with this Deep freeze shit Cause that's a, yep. another one right I've done that And that one That one there's actually Studies on The difference between Like doing like The cryogenic therapy Where they, they I don't know How they cool the air I've You stand that. in that thing It's yeah. nitro It's nitro Yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, okay yeah, it's, so it's nitrogen It's nitrogen yeah. And yeah. they've compared that okay. To like ice baths And even in places Like Colorado Where the where the pipes Stay super cold And the water comes yeah. out cold You can actually get benefits Out of taking like An ice cold shower here too. Yeah and it's the same. So, the funny so thing is, is it the same, same process like the sauna? Does it like activate like your metabolism? Does it detox you or like what? It's what inflammation does it do? and healing and on the like on the cryo. Okay. Well, and yeah. the studies that are the most recent stuff that's coming out, both on sauna and cryo and even ice bath, is that um, they have like your biological age, like these markers where they have. So you could have somebody who's maybe forty years calendar years old, uh-huh. but their biological age is more like you know. 28 or something like that biological age and they do that by measuring um like on chromosomes they measure the telomeres like deteriorating or whatnot well it has to do with they're called telomeres and they're like these things on the end of your chromosomes Uh and they tend with older age they tend to get kind of short well they get shorter and shorter um over time and so that that is i don't there's more to it but that is one of the big ones that they measure and it gives them an indication of you know how healthy your body is what your state of inflammation is and all those things are related to how that long sounds you, like some fucking live. benjamin button shit man <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <For real. laughs> 
Uh, yeah, I don't know about that, bro. Yeah, there's a lot of crazy. St- I do. I, I'm such a. I'm invested in that. Like, stuff. I, I'd be I've tried it would be all this cool. stuff too. It'd be cool yeah. to fucking extend your life or whatever. You know, I think that would be pretty dope. Uh, and I don't think of it necessarily in the sense of like, oh, you know, I want to live as absolutely long as possible. Just it's to me, it's more about the quality. Yeah, I want to live in good yeah. health, man. Yeah, yeah. I, like I said, it's a, it's an honor to grow old, man. Like for, sure. for real, for sure, for real. You'll know. You should know too. There's a ton of science on the benefits and of long of the longevity benefits of strength training, lifting mm. weights. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Bone density. Yeah, huge. Yeah, bone yeah. density. That's, that's a right. huge one, and that's been established for but a long we time. Fucking, we stopped producing uh, testosterone when we turned thirty. So. Thirty-five. That's the other what big thing. Thirty-five. What you, what's your thirty-five? Yep. I thought it was thirty. Okay. What's your guys' take on, uh, because that's the other big thing now, too, is taking testosterone. People oh, have yeah, more yeah. Exon- testosterone supplements, ex- yeah. When I'm 40. When you're 40? Yeah. Oh, so is I that should, when should have already started? Maybe I should have already started. Well, you started. should get tested first. And see yeah, right. right. <laughs> just like, I just need it. <laughs> like, no, you were fine. Well, I, I, always I, just around like with I can yeah. say I feel it. I feel the difference. Well, I'll tell you off, off uh, once we're done with the podcast about Jose. He's just pretty drastic and pretty bad. Um, he got tested, but uh, but well, no, that bodybuilding like, can be super yeah, hard happened. on your that's testosterone production over time. Does it happen? Yeah. Um, but no, like the ways for testosterone boosting is uh-huh. there's three ways. There's uh, injection. There's a pellet, which is an injection, or there's like a topical cream. And so I was like, what the? F-? And what? the topical cream isn't as powerful, powerful as the right, injection, right? obviously, but. And they all have the drawbacks, you know. Um, injection is like weekly. You have to go get a, a, a weekly injection. I hate needles. You know me. Mm-hmm. I hate oh, needles. Yeah. I can't do that, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and a pellet is like, you know, like that, like the, almost like a lady's birth control. It's like a rice-sized thing. Oh, shit. And they inject it skin, in your body? Under your skin. Mm-hmm. And it absorbs into your body over a month. And then you go back in and get another, get another one? one. Yeah. Fuck that shit. And then there's the topical cream. What do you got, five years, Pierce? Yeah. Hopefully no, that shit years. will get better. Two more years. <laughs> you get, oh, two years, 38. Huh? So you stacking up on the cream or you stacking up <laughs> <Yes>. on the... <laughs> it's a, and so um, I'm going to put the cream in my protein shakes. <laughs> um, but no, they were uh, in the in the topical cream. They've said they've had problems with uh, um, intimacy. Yeah. Like there's been people that when they, they'll put the cream on because, you know, when... You put it on, it helps out your libido, and you're like, yeah, let's do this. You know? <laughs> but there's been issues with uh, their partners uh, getting a boosted level in testosterone as well. Oh, because when they're together. The cream. Got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're meshing bodies, bro. Like, Damn, babe. You got you a beard. Like, like, Why you got? <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're back is real hairy yeah, babe. Going on? <laughs> yeah. Oh, she's so. got fucking chest hair <laughs> shit that's great <laughs> yeah hormones and body chemistry and all that stuff that's yeah, such man, a that's crazy thing because it's, it's such a delicate system you know yeah i thought it was just like certain types of foods that you want to kind of like stay away from that kills testosterone for us because we got a lot well of- there's a lot of there's actually a lot of aside from actually taking testosterone there's a ton of ways to yeah to it seems it. like Zinc the yeah, there's things you can take like that. Also, weight yeah, training like is a big one. Um, now there's, I think that I saw recently there's studies coming out on like um, like the hit type of exercises, like super intense, intense kind of stuff. But with that, there's it's like a there's a line you cross. Like fighters who train super super hard all the time and they're uh-huh. depleting themselves all the time. Bodybuilders, like we talked about, it can cause testosterone to go down. But yeah. periodically, too. 
is a huge one. Huge sleep. One. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, yeah. So I mean, there's there's ways to do it too, but you know, time's a motherfucker. You get older. <laughs> time, and, is yeah. great, time is great. Yeah, but when it comes to that, eventually, you, I, I feel like most dudes are going to be taking testosterone eventually. Like yeah. it's just going to be the norm. This is going to be the norm. Yeah, yeah. older so. dudes, you know, yeah. as as your production like goes just down. like Viagra and whatnot. I'm mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm pretty sure uh, sure STDs stuff. boosted up for our, <laughs> our elder <laughs> population when uh, Viagra came out. Think about that part. <laughs> hey, true. there's good benefits and there's bad, man. I'm pretty sure statistics flew all over the place when that should happen. <laughs> Probably true. Oh my man. god! And he's like, yes. <laughs> What do you say, man? It's getting pretty late. Yeah. Uh, been at it for a while. Yeah, we have. One. Yeah. It's the, for the listeners, it's kind of a new thing we're doing where you, that last episode was a short little one. What did we do? 51 minutes or something like that? Well, I mean, technically, <laughs> we did like an hour and a half. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> technical <laughs> difficulties. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where are we at today? What do we do? We uh, right now, two? we're at about two hours and 33 minutes. Yeah. We've That's what happens when you guys sit down with a veteran, man. We like to talk. <laughs> Dude, I love it every time. How many times have you been on? You, do you know? I don't even I know. I think this is number three. Is that it? I feel I like it's so. more than that. No, this is four. It's this four. would be four. four. Yeah, okay, four. that's right. Because okay. I was here with, uh, uh, well, with Steve once, mm-hmm. or actually twice. Well, the very first time right? you were by yourself, right? Yeah, the very first time I was, and Amanda was Amanda sitting was over on yep. the couch. Yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, the basement wasn't even yeah. finished. The basement wasn't yeah. finished. That's when I walked down here. I was like, "Where the fuck am I?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Where's, Where's the sheets I? hanging? Well, that's what he said. He's like, "Mike sent me to get killed." <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, that's funny. But uh, uh, dude, thanks so much for coming yeah, on. Thanks for and, having uh, spending yeah. some time with us. Definitely gonna do it again. Definitely, yeah. definitely. In the future, we got a lot to talk about nowadays. Yeah, uh, yeah, we do work in the same much. building. I see you less than ever. <laughs> I know, which is crazy. It's just crazy. <laughs> uh, but hey, Pierce, we'll be back here next week. Yes, sir. Friday, yep. maybe a guess. Yeah, we have a guess. We'll, 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 we'll figure it out. Some, maybe we get some. Uh, Jose to get the, some uh, conspiracy theories going. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Maybe next Friday we could do Jose. Yeah. We'll do the, we'll, we'll just dive in. Yeah. We'll go balls deep, man. Yeah. Conspiracy theories all night. <laughs> Dad, how are you doing? This is, you're, this is beyond your normal. Sleep, He's not usually <laughs> up at this hour. <laughs> it's 1115. Nice. Uh, I'm so, usually knocked out by now. I appreciate you hanging. And uh, Barely. I was like, You'll be up at four. Yeah. <laughs> I will. I will. You I guarantee. That's no I guarantee joke. I guarantee I'll be up. Uh, and don't have work or nothing, fun. but you'll yeah. you'll still be up. Yeah, you got a, a long side on the education side. Yeah. Yeah, I care more kids about their eating. I volunteer with their oh. food. Yeah, we didn't even get into any of that. I would do like at the rock, food bank of the Rockies. Yeah. But I was working in the kitchen there or uh, the food for whole program. On a, we'd uh, served the Adam 12 elementary schools. Okay. A bag lunch for the weekends because some of them kids, the only time they get to eat is during is school. Is during school. And yep. then on the weekend, Mondays we'd pack 600 bags and deliver them on Thursday and Friday. Dope. That's yeah, dope. We didn't get into it because his stories were more interesting than mine. Hey, right, we'll do it again. We'll yeah, do it again. Yeah, right. I, and I don't know if I agree, man. Everybody's got their own yeah. their own stories, but we've been trying to find some overlap too. I was talking to him about you know the, the uh, football parking when football season's in and stuff like oh, that. Yeah, getting yeah. down and hanging out. With this. Nice. I'm always looking for excuses to drag my family down. <laughs> yeah, get somebody down. We'll take yeah. you to ride. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool, Pierce. Uh, All right. So with that, Don, the wrap. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.